Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, then make sure to leave a review, but most importantly, make sure to spread the word. With that being said, let's dive right in. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Say Hey Podcast for episode number 13 now, I believe. I'm going to be your host today, James Donahue, just like I am every show, so hopefully that's not a deal breaker for you. And folks, the reason why I'm posting back-to-back, which is uncharacteristic-like of me, I realize this, is for a couple reasons. One, I'm busy this weekend, folks. Yes, that is right. I have plans on the weekend, believe it or not. But that doesn't mean I don't want to stop posting uh, whenever I am busy. So that being said, whenever plans do come up in my life, I still want to make sure I'm posting two episodes a week for you guys. And the another reason is because in light of recent events yesterday with the smoke and the rescheduling of games, um, I just wanted to talk about that and help process that with you as listeners. So for today's show, just like I've been starting every show recently, I'll dive into some news and notes around our team, and then I will be giving an official breakdown of the Seattle Mariners games, the next two that we have, and then I will do a preview of the Oakland A's matchups that we also have this weekend. So let's go ahead and get right into it. So with news and notes Very, very positive note is Mr. Kevin Gosman, that's right, my favorite pitcher on our team and one of the best, arguably, is officially okay. Gosman's MRI came back clean and Gabe Kapler said that he could start this upcoming weekend against the Oakland A's, which means that Drew Smiley will be slated to make the start for tonight's game at 645 at home. Yes, folks, if you did not hear and if you were wondering why the Giants game wasn't on your TV last night, well, last night's game was postponed in Seattle due to terrible air quality because of the fires up there. I believe the smoke index was around like 256 or something like that. But as a result, the two games are now being played at home. And I honestly could not be more excited about this because now it's almost like the Giants have their next 14 games at home. I know they play the Oakland A's in Oakland, but they still get to sleep in their own beds for that series. And then we come back to Oracle Park to play one last series against the Colorado Rockies and then a four-game series against the Padres to finish off the season. So yes, the past week has been definitely frustrating because of external factors, but luckily I think all of them are behind us now. All right, that is all the news and notes that I have. Moving on to the Mariners breakdown. As I've mentioned countless times before, the Giants will be taking on the Seattle Mariners and Drew Smiley will be on the hill for us, which is great considering his last outing was absolutely immaculate when he struck out eight batters over four innings against the San Diego Padres. 
This will be especially fun to watch because Kyle Seeger, who is one of the power bats and the most consistent bats in the Mariners lineup, is currently sporting a 231 career batting average against Smiley and 13 at-bats, including four strikeouts. Now, something I'm looking forward to from Smiley is whether he can maintain the heightened velocity that was on display against the Padres. During that time, he was hitting 96 and 97 miles per hour with his fastball, which is uncharacteristic for him considering he's averaged a velocity of 93 miles per hour over the course of his nine-year career. If Smiley has somehow found a new gear, then this game will be exciting to watch, as will most outings from Smiley. On the mound for the Mariners is LJ again. Yes, LJ Newsom. And unfortunately for us, we were unable to see the most out of this young arm because in the second inning, Brandon Crawford hit a ball off Newsom's pitching hand, forcing him to leave the game, surrendering the fate of the game to the bullpen. The reason why I am most excited about this game is because we will have a pitcher on the mound who can give us a chance to really do some damage with our bats. In earlier episodes, I mentioned that Drew Smiley could quite possibly be our secret weapon, and I have never felt more passionate about that statement than I do now. I am predicting a win from this game, and I am also predicting a feeling of optimism and excitement from us as fans after watching tonight's game. As for Game 2 of this series, we have Tyler Anderson will be on the mound for us, and the only reason why I'm a bit more nervous about this start is because this will be Anderson's second start in a row facing the Mariners. His last outing against the Mariners looked like six innings of shutout baseball while also collecting four strikeouts. Anderson was truly dominant, but unfortunately, the more Anderson faces a team, the more that team adapts to his arsenal and how he pitches. We saw this when Anderson had three straight starts against the Diamondbacks, and the first game he pitched, the first career complete game shutout of his career, but the second game turned into seven earned runs and 4.2 innings pitched. Currently, the Seattle Mariners have a collective team batting average of 137 against Anderson, and I'm hoping Anderson can continue to keep these hitters off balance. Because if he can, then he will give our hitters another chance to score 10 runs like they did the last time they faced Margavicius. That's right. That terrible name came back into my life, and hopefully this will be the last time I'll be talking about it, and hopefully this will be the last time I butchered it. All right, moving on to the A's preview. Starting Friday, Game 1, we have Trevor Cahill on the mound versus Chris Bassett at 6.40 p.m. That's right. This series starts on Friday. Now, it does say that Cahill is making the start for this game, but since Gosman checks out okay, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Gosman take the mound for this matchup, especially since Cahill pooped his big boy pants during his last outing against the Padres. Some A's hitters who have shown signs of life against Gosman are Matt Olson, who has a home run, Marcus Simeon, who also has a home run, and Robbie Grossman, who has two doubles against him. But for the most part, there isn't too much ownage from this offense, considering the team has a collective batting average of 204. Now, Chris Bassett may not be a name you're all familiar with, but I fear that he might be the name we all remember once he faces us. This is the matchup I fear the most because along with his 2.92 ERA, Bassett has a very slow breaking curveball that can sometimes hit as low as 68 miles per hour, but primarily stays around 70. You know what's crazy? I can hit 65 miles per hour when I'm throwing as hard as I can. So if I'm reading things right and, and I'm hearing what you're saying, 
there is still hope of me making the big leagues. All right, moving on. Along with that knee-buckling curve, he has a nice four-seam fastball that sits around 95 miles per hour and is quite the nightmare for hitters when you're worried about that curveball. Some hitters that I'm looking to do some damage for us in this lineup is Brandon Crawford, who has two hits and four bats against him, including a home run. So that'll be fun to see. Game two is going to be Saturday at 1.10 p.m., and it's going to be a matchup against Johnny Cueto versus Frankie Montas. On the year, Montas has a 5.86 ERA and a record of 3-4. and four. He's primarily a high-velocity fastball guy, and he pairs that with a wicked slider. But man, he has been struggling lately. Over his past five starts, he has given up at least four runs in four of those starts, including nine runs and 1.2 innings against the Diamondbacks, a team that we have extreme ownage against. What makes matters even better is that he currently has no experience against the best hitters in our lineup. The only Giants hitter he has ever seen is Justin Smoke, and it was for one at bat where Smoke hit a home run. On the other side of the hill for us is Mr. Johnny Cueto. That's right, Mr. Shimmy. The last time Cueto faced the A's, he pitched seven innings, only giving up two earned runs and struck out five. Besides starts against the Padres and the Dodgers this past month, Cueto has been very productive, and I expect that to continue against the Oakland A's. The team has a collective 209 batting average against him, for God's sakes. But some players we need to look out for are Matt Olson, who's a player that we are going to have to look out for this entire series. But specifically, Olsen has two home runs against Cueto. And Jake Lamb, as well, also has two home runs against him. Yes, we have heard this name before when we spoke about the Diamondbacks. But then Lamb was traded to the A's at the trade deadline. And for whatever reason, Jake Lamb knows how to hit Johnny Cueto very, very well. In 20 career at-bats against him, Lamb, Lamb has seven hits, which equates to a 350 batting average. So a big key for this game is for Johnny Cueto to keep the ball in the park when he's facing these hitters. Moving on to Game 3. It's going to be on Sunday at 1 p.m. I guess we have two back-to-back day games. Logan Webb versus Jesus Lazarda. Now... I need to take this moment to formally give Logan Webb credit for having the best performance out of all of our starters who went up against San Diego. In his outing against the Padres, Webb pitched four innings and only gave up one earned run on four hits and struck out five batters. Definitely a performance I was not expecting, but it was definitely something I enjoyed. However, something I am weary about is this start against the A's. The last time he faced them, he gave up three earned runs in 4.1 innings, which really does not sound bad, but that type of performance unfortunately opened the door for the A's to eventually go on to score 15 runs. A hitter to watch out for against Webb is Mr. Mark Kana or Kana, depending on how you use your long vowels. He has a career 667 batting average in three at-bats against him, and two of those three hits were home runs. I suggest that we keep the ball down and away from Kana. On the hill for the A's, will, as I mentioned, will be Jesus Lazardo. He'll be towing the rubber, and he did not prove to be a challenge during his last outing against us. And 3.1 innings pitched, Lazardo gave up six runs on nine hits against the Giants. Not to mention, during his last two starts, his last two most recent starts, Lazardo has given up a total of five home runs, which has now put his ERA at 4.32 on the season. If Logan Webb can keep things competitive, then we have a legitimate shot at winning this game. Because we have to remember, the last time we faced the A's for a three-game series, we were winning 6-2 to two heading into the ninth inning for the first game, and then we were winning 6-3 to three heading into the ninth inning for the second game. 
A big difference now is that our bullpen has become more established since that last series, and we are now without Trevor God, which honestly, I don't mean to talk bad about Trevor God, but it might be a blessing in disguise considering that he gave up nine runs and back-to-back outings, which equated to one inning. All right, the last thing I will say is that in the last episode, I wanted to give you all a nice cup of reassurance and just take the time to recognize all the things that are going right for us. However, one thing I forgot to mention was that Donovan Solano has not stopped hitting. That is another positive that we can focus on. The San Diego series was filled with silence from the majority of our hitters, but Solano still walked away with four hits in three games. And in September, Donnie Salami is showcasing a batting average of 458, which equates to 11 hits over his last seven games. Not only do I expect Salami to continue his career year with the bat, but I also expect the rest of our hitters to get back on track as well. I would like us to walk away with two wins from this Seattle series and two wins against the Oakland A's. Oh, wait, I almost forgot the best part about the Oakland A's series. Well, that's actually kind of mean to me, considering the news I have is in regards to an injury to a player on the A's. So I'm going to stop myself real quick. It's never a good thing to praise injuries of any other player. Yes, absolutely. Keep me accountable for that. But I just can't help but get excited that we do not have to face the A's that have Matt Chapman, who not only was one of the best hitters in the American League, but he was definitely the best hitter in this lineup. So with that being said, they have a lineup that will be slightly more diminished than it was the last time we faced them, which explains the reason why they went out and traded for Jake Lamb. However, uh, Jake Lamb does not scare me. The only time he scares me is if he's facing Johnny Cueto. And this is honestly a huge break for us. All right, folks, that is going to be all for today's show. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, episode number 13 now. If you've stuck around this long, then again, I would like to remind you that I will not be posting on Friday. This is going to be the last episode of the week, but you can definitely expect me to post uh, be posting again on Tuesday. All right, folks, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. Again, you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can go ahead and leave a review and rate the show on Apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined. Folks, I'm always appreciative, and I'm always grateful of the support that you all have shown so far during this season, and hopefully that can continue for seasons to come. All right, folks, don't miss tonight's first game against the Seattle Mariners, and also enjoy your weekend watching some Giants baseball, like I know I will be. All right, everybody, see you later, and go Giants.